0: It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how you doing? My name is Joey Galvez, and I'm here to invite you to head on over to the 143 Podcast Network to check out all our shows that range from collecting music all things geek all under one roof right here on the 143 podcast network partnering with age of radio check us out The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with nsclivetv.com. That's No Signal Comics. nsclivetv.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of nsclivetv.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Hello again, slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Pull List Priorities. These are the priorities for the 18th of March, 2020. Now, if you're not familiar with what Pull List Priorities is, I'm, I'm, uh, at this point, uh, you got to be a new listener. <laughs> That's cool. I'm all about new listeners. Nothing wrong with that. But essentially, I'm going to go through and I'm going to tell you what the hell's coming out next week. Uh, I try to do this on a non-biased type of situation. And, uh, yeah, so it's not just what I'm reading, it's just, yeah, a bunch of stuff that's coming out next week, and by no means is it all of it, but first, be- first, before we dive into this, I gotta shout out my sponsors, first, um, uh, both my sponsors this week are once again from NSCLiveTV.com, so if you're into comics, obviously you're into comics, if you're listening to this podcast, but, and you like to buy comics, and you like to get good deals on comics, and you just like everything that has to do with comics, whether it's charity or anything like that, just revolving around comics, check out NSCLiveTV.com. They produce a whole bunch of channels. Cheers to Comics is on there. Wayne's Words is on there. So if you're into my... I just started doing reviews on on that. So that's cool. So, you know, I I put out February's top 10. So check out NSCLiveTV.com. And then the channel is Wayne's Words. I believe it's channel 33. But I could be wrong on that. We've been doing some channel swapping around here lately. So um, that's what's going on there. So, uh, yeah. Comic Kingdom of Canada is one of the sponsors this week. So this is all provided by the Inked Market, which is a, uh, a, a sub-genre of NSCLiveTV.com. Now... Oh, Comic Kingdom of Canada. So it's, it's it's the way to get comics, man. It, it really is. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. Right off the bat, you're thinking, well, why am I, I, I you know, the majority of the listeners are in the, uh, in the United States, let's face it. And international shipping coming across Canada could be long and expensive, but that's not an issue with Comic Kingdom of Canada because they have a U.S. drop spot. So, they just doopy doopy doo cross the little border there, and then drop it off, and then, boom, just like Merc and Mail. So, uh, you don't have to worry about that. Now, the thing is, the thing is, is that uh, <laughs> you get, you get three, different, three different times of the week to check these guys out. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Friday, 4.30 Pacific. Condom, condom? That's not it. Comic Kingdom of Canada. I do apologize. <laughs> I don't think they're into that type of stuff. It's just comics, baby. Um, but they, they you know, they got vintage night. They, just, oh man, Friday nights vintage night. Um, uh, there's rapid round vintage and uh, a bunch of exclusives. And seriously, get on Comic Kingdom of Canada. Support those that support the things that you love. You love this podcast. You get it. So, um, yeah, yeah, check them out if you're into being, you know, buying comics and not being treated like a uh, like a number and a dollar sign, you want to be treated like a customer and a friend, check out our friends to the North, Comic Kingdom of Canada. But they're not the only NSC Live TV sponsor this week. Oh, we're back to Hooked on Comics, baby. You know I love some Hooked on Comics. You you find, I mean, just like uh, I, I guess I didn't really mention this in the other Ad read, but I, I when these uh, sites go live on there uh, a lot of it's done through Facebook. So if you're not catching it on sclivetv.com, you can go to Facebook, check out their page. But I also um, re uh, repost their stuff in the Cheers to Comics Facebook group as well. So if you're a member of that group, then uh, yeah, easy easy stuff. Easy to there's no excuse to not be uh, checking this out. So um, yeah, what want I say? We're gonna do. Uh, We're going to do Hooked on Comics. As soon as I can find the read here. I'm a little lost. There it is. Okie dokie. So, Hooked on Comics, baby. John and Mary's back with the funny hats and... Oh, man. Super sales, super sales, super sales. Walls of slabs and bin rooms and auctions and... Come on, guys. You know what... I've, I've, I've talked about these guys quite a bit now on this podcast. They've been a sponsor for a while. Um, I'm proud to have them on. These guys put on a good show. You know they they do. They they put on a good auction. And um, well, when do you find them? Well, you find them. You find them on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Also, nsclivetv.com or the Cheers to Comics Facebook group or the Hooked on Comics Facebook page. You get it. You get it. So once again more great, more great options to buy comics, you know, I, I know it's kind of, one may think, well, how are you going to shout out two different comic book sellers? Well, I could do that because we're all part of one big family at NSCLiveTV.com. It's not like I'm sponsored by Coke and Pepsi. They're not competitors, um, uh, you know, the, the Hooked on Comics and, and Comic Kingdom. They're not competitors. We're just all one big friendly fucking community. So, you like comics, obviously. You like you gotta buy them. You gotta buy comics because you're not reading this shit digitally, especially all the vintage stuff. It's just silly. Just go get you some comics. Support those that support this podcast. So, well, are we ready to talk comics? Like, you guys can answer me and I can hear you back. Okay. Alright, so, there's some books coming out next week to talk about, no doubt. And uh, I'm just gonna dive right into it. I like to start out with indies. And, uh, Yeah. Oh man, Vault Comics is having a big week. Uh, Black Stars Above is out again at number five. Uh, this isn't really something I'm reading, but there there seems to be a little bit of chatter around it for those that are reading it. Uh, seems to be good, so check that out. Uh, How to steal a, or heist? How to steal a planet? Number five is out. This is one that I'm behind on, but it is on my pull list. Uh, eventually, I'll get around to it. I just really enjoyed the first issue. I knew that I don't have a lot of time to take on a whole lot of uh, new reads, um, just because the pull list is getting out of control. <laughs> I mean, a light week for me is twenty books. I mean, I'm not—it's not a humble brag or anything like that. But you know, this is this is work, baby, and sometimes it's a uh, yeah. I, 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 the books that I pick up that I don't uh, prioritize for the, um, overview episodes, I call Apocalypse Books. And the reason why I call them Apocalypse Books, because you never know. I mean, we've all seen the book of Eli. <laughs> um, uh, am I comparing comics to the Bible? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you never know. Fucking books could go extinct one day, and I'm gonna have a whole heap of stuff, and um, I'm gonna go through, and I'm gonna have a few things that I'm gonna get to enjoy for the first time, and that's I know that's kind of tinfoil-y, hatty or whatever, but uh, yeah, I I still like to support these books, and I feel if they, you know they're they're deserving of getting money, then so be it. Um, you know, a lot of people, and it's not like I'm the only person that buys a book and doesn't read it right away. So <laughs> let's well, uh, yeah, well, just that's how I am with heist right now. Now that I got that little uh just uh, public service announcement out of the way. Uh, Vagrant Queen, Planet Called Doom, number three. Don't know anything about that, but Vault's putting that out this week. And then Wasted Space, number 15 is also coming out from Vault, from Michael Marizzi and Hayden Sherman. Big fan of Hayden Sherman's art. Not that I, you know, not to take away from Michael Marizzi, but I'm a huge fan of Thumbs, so huge fan of Hayden Sherman. Obviously something I'm gonna, well, I mean, unfortunately it's not something that I'm picking up, because I I didn't know about it until it was too late. We're 15 issues in, but, uh, I found out about it two issues ago. Whoops. But for those of you that are reading it, there's your warning. Uh, From Valiant Comics, you know I love me some Valiant books. Doctor Tomorrow, number two. This is a five-parter. So, yeah, this is another one. I don't know if this is necessarily an apocalypse book for me. um, But I will get around to reading it very soon. Uh, Same thing with Visitor, number four of six from Valiant. Uh, yeah, and same thing, you know, I'm, I'm I'm liking these little Valiant miniseries, I want to get to know these characters, you know, I'm kind of late to the Valiant train, I've always, uh, admired Valiant from a distance, but, you know, I, I liked Exo and all that, but I, I was, could never get in on the right time, you know, it's always right, right in the middle of a series or something like that, so now the Bloodshot is relaunched, and Rise relaunching, or relaunched, and Exo uh, is relaunching, now we just need, what, Ninja K, and, I think we're just about good. But yeah, I'm liking The Doctor Tomorrow and The Visitor and all of this stuff too. Uh, I can't say I'm, I've read it, but um, I'm liking the idea of it. Let me put it that way. Continuing on, pushing forward, Scoot. Scout Comics, scooting up to Scout, we've got Canopus. Canopus number two, I heard good things about number one. Uh, unfortunately, for whatever reason, my shop didn't order this one, or at least only ordered enough for those that pre-ordered it. So I missed out on it, but because of the chatter around it now, I would imagine that number 2 is probably going to hit shelves of my LCS this week. Uh, Stabbity Bunny. Stabbity Bunny number 10. You know, I really don't know anything about the Stabbity Bunny universe, but uh, it seems to be pretty popular, so in case you weren't aware, there you go. Uh, Big Scout book for me. See, this is a book right here. White Ash. White Ash number 3. I feel like this is a book that's only—it's popular by region. Um, those that know it, love it. But f- there's just... I don't feel like there's enough people giving this book a chance. And um, I'm not a Charlie Stickney show. I'm not a Scout show by any means. I just know quality when I read it. And I've actually had the opportunity to kind of get a forward glimpse um, at really the en- uh, entirety of what's done on this series. And that's... Really, the 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 first arc, and I could tell you that uh, now I didn't go into it in detail because I still like to enjoy it, you know, month to month as it comes out. But I know what's coming, or uh, for the most part, and this shit's just gonna get crazier and crazier. So if you are all a Lord of the Rings fans, which I'm not, and I'm still a fan of this book, uh, then this is getting ready to be your book. And I say getting ready because it's just ramping up. The first one just kind of introduced some characters. The second book. Um, laid into the the plotline a little bit more, and then at the end of that, just said, "Bam, bitches, here you go, dwarves, motherfucker." So, um, I'm loving White Ash, and Charlie's, Mr. Stickney's got some, uh, he's got some big plans for this book. So, jump on it now while it's early. I'm telling you. Uh, from Oni Press, we've got Backtrack Number Two. I don't know what Backtrack is. Uh, Brian Joinus and Jake Elfick. So. The drivers are caught like flies in Quellix's sick game, racing through history for the entertainment of a megalomaniac. Well, that sounds fun. Lemon's confession offers more questions than answers, but before they can squeeze any information out of them, Allison and the rest of the drivers find themselves in a gut-wrenching race through Constantinople. <laughs> Alright. Cool. That actually sounds pretty fucking neat. I wish I would have picked up number one. I wonder if I could find that somewhere. Um, and then Invader Zim has hit a milestone, number 50. Issue number 50 on Invader Zim. So, bam. Um, continuing on with some indies. I got a little scootin' to do. Do-pe-do-pe-do. Don't mind me as I scroll. Alright, Antarctic. Antarctic Press. We got a few out here. Uh, Crimson Scorpion, number one. This is actually something that interests me. Uh, David Fur and Joseph Alesco. So, after assisting the U.S. Special Forces to take down an ISIS cell in Egypt, Professor Samuel Kosian has returned home to find himself mysteriously transformed into the Crimson Scorpion, a hero with powers the Professor neither understands nor can control. Uh, I'm getting a real Blue Beetle vibe out of here. Uh, he is not the only one to return with newfound avil- abilities. The ISIS commander survived the attack in Egypt and has developed superpowers even stronger than the professors. His new goal is now to kill Professor Kosian before he can fully become the Crimson Scorpion. Sounds pretty dope. Sounds pretty dope. Like I said, I get a big Blue Beetle vibe out of that. Everything from the costume and, I mean, just Crimson, it's not blue, but you get the idea. Uh, not a bad thing, though. I don't mind pulling from stuff. It's Antarctic Press, so... Cool. It's not like we got a whole lot of Blue Beetle to read right now either. So, yeah, we've got Dog Eaters. Dog Eaters is out from Antar- Antarctic Press. Uh, I apologize. I'm stumbling over my word. I bit my tongue really bad yesterday, and ha- I'm having a hard time pushing through this. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dog Eaters number six, though. Uh, Gold Digger number two hundred and seventy-one. That's not a big deal or anything. Um, oh, we got a number one. Planet Comics number one. What is this? Sean Russell, and Mark Fenton, and Spike Gerald and Mike Vosberg, and Brian Roger. Alright. Just in time for its 80th anniversary, Planet Comics is blasting off once again with the trinary system of solar stories to celebrate. There you go. Cool. Uh, carrying on. And Arctic Press jumping up to... Aftershark. Aftershock Comics, baby. We've got Artemis and Assassin number one. You know I like to shout out a number one. Stephanie Phillips, that's promising right off the bat. Megan Hetrick and Francesco Fantini. Alright, what happens when a time-traveling assassin and a spy from 1944 try to kill each other? Uh, you know, there's a whole a whole description beyond that, but I'm going to leave it at that, just because that sounds pretty fucking gnarly. And I like the idea of we got a, a guy holding a couple of... It might be a guy. Probably a guy based off of Yeah, I must say that's a guy. But, um, holding uh, holding a couple of decapitated heads there. You little time traveling assassin, you. Bad reception number four from Wando. And, uh, yeah, Wando. So, uh, Bad reception. This is. Um, I read the first issue. It was pretty neat, but unfortunately, it just kind of. It didn't make the, the, the deep, deep cut that I, uh, that I tend to have on my pull list every week. It was neat, but, you know, it's just wasn't totally for me, as all. And uh, then we've got one more from Aftershock, Undone by Blood, number two. So Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson, that's always a great fucking combo. The uh, same combo that did uh, Yondu, if I remember correctly. So, defeated and downtrodden, uh, Ethel learns the hard truth about Sweetheart Arizona, and it ain't so sweet. All right. Once again, there's another 17 paragraphs of description here that I'm just not gonna read, uh, but uh, it sounds, it sounds interesting. Once again, I'm a big fan of that creative team, so hmm, I get a western vibe for sure. Is that gonna do it for the big or the little Indies? Let's move up to the big Indies. Yeah, it's on levels according to Diamond. It's kind of a shame. Alienated, number two of six. Now I missed the first issue, at least the first print. Um, I did, however, snag a second print. I'm not a big fan of grabbing Second Prince, but I heard so much great chatter around this book that I thought, i got to read it for myself. And I ain't fixing to pirate a fucking book. I don't even know if you can pirate a Boom Studios book. But, uh, yeah. So, Simon Sparrier and Chris Wildgoose... Um, it's these, from my understanding, based off what was announced in the first issue, it's these kids, they find this cute little creature, and but as they're trying to hide it and raise it, they realize this motherfucker just wants to eat all of the people. So, funny shit. I don't know if it's meant to be a comedy. It sounds funny to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, Firefly's got some stuff happening, so if you're into the Firefly universe, you ain't got no TV. So here's number 15 of the comic. Heartbeat number 505, This little mini's ending. This was uh... I mean, it didn't seem like it was something for me, but the uh, the premise overall seemed like it could be cool for, for the 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 majority of the population. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm a little confused as to. I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at these variant covers for, the Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number four. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going. It's just a whole bunch of. They're all holding Pink Ranger helmets except for the white... Okay, no, okay, I see. I forget how they do this. There's a pattern to these. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number four. This is maybe my Finny... My my Finny Maeve theories. Try that again. Favorite miniseries. Going on right now. It's just so much fun, man. This is the greatest crossover ever. Uh, Something is Killing the Children, number six. I thought this was done. Um, But I guess it's continuing on. Uh, Fuck, I thought six came out already. Was there a gap? I don't know. Alright, cool. Ooh, Wicked Things. This is number one. Not necessarily something that I'm going to pick up, but uh, maybe an all-ages type of situation here. uh, Or teenager. But, um, yeah, uh, it seems like it's got a little bit of magic, a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of teenager type of high school... Well, I guess now it says 19-year-old, so not high school. Yeah, I don't know. Um, looks like there's a... I'm not sure what's going on here, to be perfectly honest. But um, I don't feel like it's going to be necessarily a book for me. But I don't know. If you guys read it and you think that you know it is something for me, let me know and I'll start talking about it. Let's talk a little... uh little IDW. IDW Publishing, you know we got our Star Wars Adventures number 31 um, and we've got some Transformers number 19 not a whole lot of IDW this week um, Transformers, ugh, I really want to be into it, but it just doesn't uh, it's not the book for me, unfortunately I want to know Transformers good, but it's just a little too political um, and when what I mean by that is there's not enough action, it's more about oh, we're robots and we have problems too that's all. Uh, oh, and there's one more. Um, Usagi, Usagi Yojimbo. Yojimbo. Um, not my book at all. I don't like manga anything. And I, I'm, it's very hard for me to read a book without color, so not for me. But I'm talking about it to prove to y'all that I'm not biased. As a matter of fact, um, I very much dislike Usagi Yojimbo. Um, no, I'm not trying to convince anybody by any means to not read it. That's not what I'm trying to do. Once again, I'm just trying to show that, you know, eh, fucking, this podcast ain't all about what I'm reading. I'm not trying to force y'all to just, ooh, only read Brian's taste in comics. That's not the case at all. Uh, Dark Horse. I got some stuff from Dark Horse. Bang number two's out. Once again, another indie book, uh, that I missed for whatever reason. Um... Big hype around number one. so And I think it's going to get a TV series or something like that. Ooh, sorry about the yawn on the microphone. It's oily in the morning. Uh, predator Hunters number three. Uh, or Predator Hunters three, number two of four. How's that for numbers? Um, yeah, man. I, I pick up Predator books. Not necessarily I, I prioritize to, you know, on my reading stack. But I like having them. Same thing with Aliens books. Predators and Aliens. a am about to... Um, Starship Down, number one of four. So Justin Giampoli and Andrea Muti. Alright, the cultural anthropologist consults with the U.S. Naval Intelligence to investigate the discovery of an extraterrestrial ship buried under the ice of Siberia for over a thousand years. The meddling Russians, Vatican officials, and international media spotlight, and her own insecurities, all threaten her efforts to keep the fabric of society from crumbling Cool. It's a thriller. Um, Blistering art, it says. I bet it is. Um, Fucking A, man. It sounds interesting. It's fucking interesting, man. It's it's fucking interesting. Here's number one that I'm totally going to pick up, though. Um, X-Ray Robot. So, from Mike Alfred... Um, art and story. So Max is a family man seeking a more interesting life. While conducting a new experiment at work, the fabric of his reality is torn before his eyes, and a robotic figure appears, claiming to be his 277-year-old self. The robot is able to X-ray multiple dimensions and battles of nihilistic. Uh, uh, hold on, what? The robot is able to X-ray multiple dimensions and battles a nihilistic entity. From another dimension, who wants to take all life to its pre Big Bang status? Ooh, that means nothing. Max and the robot embark on the interdimensional road trip through past and future to take down the nihilist and save the universe. Yeah, come on, that sounds fucking awesome, man. I'm so into that. So into that. And it's only a little four parter, so not a huge investment by any means. Uh, Image Comics wrapping up the indies here. We've got Ascender number 10. Not reading Ascender, the but there you go. Uh, Bitterroot, however, I'm reading the fuck out of. Bitterroot number seven. I'm loving Bitterroot so much. I'm glad to see that this arc is back. And with a fury, too. I feel like the last book just came out like two or three weeks ago, so not holding back there. Da-da-da. Die, die, die. Number nine. So, uh, I, I know Kirkman doesn't announce the release dates on this book, which makes things very difficult to keep up on, but um, yeah, there you go. da da die, die is coming out, so if you're one of the people that are reading this. There you go. Uh, Family Tree, number five. Jeff Lemire's continuing on with his kooky ass story. Uh, I read the first issue and decided I think I'm just going to go through and trade wait this one. Uh, it's just, it, it was gnarly, and I want to see where it goes. And I just kind of I don't want to have to wait six months for an arc to end um, while I'm continuing to read through it. Uh, obviously, I'm still going to have to wait a while for the trade to come out, but yeah, I just want it all at once. That's all. Hardcore reloaded, number four of five, so hardcore is back, um, and reloaded. And it's number four of its five part miniseries. Did you get all that? Middle West is here, number sixteen. Super fucking in the Middle West. Uh one of my one of my favorites. Um <laughs> this this uh third arc is well this would be halfway through the third arc now and Fuck, it's just so fucking good. I can't wait to see what Abel and the crew does. And I want to see that reuniting between he and Fox, man. I miss those, the dynamic already. Um, Spawn. We all know Spawn. Spawn number 306. Whew, four covers this week to choose from, and all of them are great. God damn. Another Matina cover. God damn it. Uh, That's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Alright, so we got Spawn. We've got Tartarus. You know, this, was, uh, this is one that I found half of the people reviewing this book thought it to be the greatest thing to ever happen to comics. The other half thought this is the most boring thing to ever happen to comics. I personally have no opinion on it because I didn't pick it up, but there you go. Um, I hope that helps. <laughs> uh, undiscovered Country, number five. Now, um, let's see here. Charles Soule and Scott Snyder with David Orlandini and Giuseppe Camicoli. Uh, Alright, so I actually, I, I mean, I picked up Issue for it, but I skipped reading it, because I feel right now they're just doing a whole lot of character development. So what are they saying about number 5 here? It says, Destiny, part 5, the key has been found, and now it's a race to find and unlock the gate leading deeper into the former United States before the Destiny man catches up with our team, tears them apart, and feeds every last chunk of his hung- to his hungry beasts. Yep, I'm going to be back on reading this again. Not that I had anything against issue number four. It was just, I felt like it was a whole lot of character development. And uh, just a little bit of story progression. Now I feel like the story has really progressed. And uh, yeah, I'm into it. And oh, 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 that's thats not it from the indies though. Last but not least, we have Witchblade. And this is the series finale. Caitlin Kittredge and Roberta E. Granada. Alright, fucking A. So last day's conclusion. New York City is flooded with demons, freed from hell, and Alex has to make a gut-wrenching sacrifice to close the barrier and save humanity from being overrun. Hmm. Wow, a sacrifice to save the world. That's new. Sorry, I didn't mean anything bad by that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not reading blade. so who am I fucking say? Uh, but there you go. For those of you that are, your book's about to go bye-bye. Uh, don't miss the end. Let's talk DC, baby. Big 2. Big two Aquaman, Aquaman number 58. I'm not reading Aquaman, I'm saying fun, I'm saying it funny like that. For I don't honestly, I don't know why. Aquaman, there we go. Um, Kelly Sudaconic still writing it. Daniel Enriquez be drawing it. All right, there you go. Those of you reading Aquaman, oh, uh, uh, there's your warning. Ooh, Batman. Mhm <laughs> Batman number 91 James Tinian the 4th and Jorge Jimenez So to save Gotham City Catwoman will have to commit the greatest heist in the city's history but hot on her trail are the Penguin the Riddler and a horde of assassins and the master criminal called the Designer and the most dangerous person standing in her way is the man she's trying to save Batman Mhm um ooh yeah oh yeah and there's a new sidekick and what complications will arise from his new sidekick, Harley Quinn? Mhm, yeah, cuz Harley Quinn is Batman's sidekick and will there be a will there be a punchline? I bet there's some punchline in here. It might be number 2 before that she comes back or 92 is what I mean to say before she comes back again in this. I forget. Either way, she'll be back again soon. So, yeah. Um I'm I'm fucking loving Batman right now. It's 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 DC's best book. I can say that again. I can say that. Um, ooh, Deceased on Killables is back. Tom Taylor and Carl Mostert with Trevor Scott. Now, hmm, big fan of this fucking book. Um, I was uh, Deceased was my favorite thing in all of 2019. And when a three-part miniseries comes back, hmm. Oh, and there's also some news to be had about... A Deceased Part 2 as well. I'll talk about that in a later podcast, but right now I'm just enjoying the fuck out of the Unkillables. It's uh, it's the villain end of the story. Uh, Master He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse, number 5 of 6. So if you're a MOTU fan, we got a little multiverse action popping off there in a little mini-series. There you go. Um, oh, Justice League is back already. Robert Venditti and Doug Mankey with Matt Ryan. All the secrets are revealed. Caught in the Justice League's trap, the Eradicator reveals the truth hidden in his circuits. As Superman confronts his past defeat, it's up to Wombadubba. Wumbadub- <laughs> Sorry. This, this this biting of the tongue thing's killing me. I'm like, a uh, uh Mushmouth. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. To make a decision that will divide the team. The no-holds-barred war between the League and the Murder Machine with Superman's face concludes. So, fuck you, Eradicator. You're gonna die. Or a Willy. I don't know, I'll tell you later. Uh, the Lolo Woods continues on. This is part of the the Joe Hill universe that he's created with the Hill House comics, and... Oh, Still yawning in the morning, sorry about that. God, I tried so hard not to do that, but... I'm not going back and cutting it up. So, yeah, Lolo Woods, number four of six. That's a black label book, so it's going to be scary. <laughs> Sorry. Lucifer, number 18, on my pull list. And once again, this is one of them apocalypse books for me. I'll get to it eventually. I want to know shit about the Sandman universe some more. And, you know, Lucifer just seems like my kind of guy as far as a character story goes. So, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Uh, Nightwing number 70. I'm loving Nightwing. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, f- what's this? Uh, Dan Jurgens and Ryan Benjamin's drawing this one. So, how many Nightwings does it take for one Joker to strike to get to the real one? Four. Four Nightwings. Ha, ha, ha. And that's not even the punchline. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> how will Rick interact with the Joker when he's not quite sure which one of his two memories is the real one? Oh, shit. Um, that's an interesting fucking premise. Alright, yeah, no, it's... Nightwing's just gonna get better, it looks like. So, what is this? Oh, Journey the Joker War. This is going on here. I can't wait for fucking Joker War to start. Um, oh, more Hill House. We've got Plunge. Plunge, written by Joe Hill himself, drawn by Stuart Eminem. Alright, so, yeah, this is, uh, this is more Hill House craziness. Um, Robin is celebrating an 80th anniversary. No big deal. We're gonna do it with a 100-page giant. Um, so 100-page super-spec is what it says. Marv Wolfman's on it, Chuck Dixon, and Devin Grayson, and uh, fucking Tom King, and Tim Seeley, and uh, a whole bunch of people. A whole bunch of motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, so, it's a it's 100-page giant of Robin. And I'm liking, I like that cover A. There's a bunch of covers to choose from, but I like that cover A because it's reminiscent of the Frank Miller Dark Knight. Oh, he's got a couple of them on here. We got some Carrie, uh, Carrie Kelly. That's fucking cool, man. I like those covers. That Frank Miller cover is really good. Um, and he's not even doing the cover A, which is an homage to his uh, yeah, Dark Knight. Beautiful stuff. I'm loving it. I may actually pick that up. Teen Titans, number 40. You know, I'm not reading Teen Titans, but there you go. Uh, we've got a Titans giant, number one. So, Phil Hester and Mark Guggenham doing that one. So, there you go. I don't know anything about the Titans, unfortunately. I can't say any. I don't know anything about the Titans, but I don't know much. And, frankly, I'm just a little, uh, a little intimidated on jumping in the comic book series. That's all. That's all. Oh, and last but not least from DC, we've got some Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen number four. So at last, I'll be able to go through and read all four of these and see what the fuck is going on with this uh, Perpetua storyline conclusion. At least I believe it's going to be the conclusion. So I'm all about it, man. Um, I haven't been reading it just because I want to binge it. I'm going to binge it. Maybe I'll turn it into a, a trade negotiation. I don't know. I've got so many bonus episodes already scheduled out I'm scheduled into May almost with my bonus episodes. So uh, maybe it'll just have to be a, a patron episode or something. I don't know. I want to talk about it, though. I want to talk about it. So let's. Uh, that's it for DC. Let's wrap this baby up with Marvel. We got, a tw- uh, we got an Iron Man 2020 event tie-in with 2020 Iron Age, number one. So this is Tom DeFalco and a few others, along with Nick Roach and some others. So the robot revolution rages on. But as the frightening fighting, sorry, as the fighting escalates and convictions are put to the test, is everyone committed to their cause or is there more going on that meets the eye? Don't miss out on this collection of epi- epic adventures from both sides of the conflict featuring Machine Man, Dr. Shapiro, and Alchema. From industry legend Tom DeFalco, and Nick Roche, Christopher Cantwell, and Matt Horrock Fonda Lee and Damian Cusiero. Alright, there's a bunch of characters I don't know dick about, but I'm going to still check it out because I'm pretty committed to this uh, this this event. So, there we have that. Uh, Arrow, number nine. Book could not be further from a Brian book, but there you go. For those of you reading Arrow, you've been reminded. Uh, Amazing Mary Jane number six, so yeah, uh, fucking, I, I respect Mary Jane as a character now, but not a book or not a character that I think I need to read her her ongoing when I have uh, ninety seven other books on my monthly pull list. So she doesn't make the cut. But for those of you that are reading Mary Jane, there you go. Um, Captain America number twenty, uh, Tana Hessey Coates continues on, and uh, yeah. Uh, so I think he's gonna end at 25 though so we're ramping up yeah yeah um, captain Marvel number 16 Kelly Thompson and Lee Garbit all right so this is the uh, uh, last Avenger conclusion so um I will be going through and I'm gonna I, I did I, I'm not usually subscribed to captain Marvel because she's one of my least favorite characters in Marvel but um, I have been going through and collecting this arc for uh, just because it's a, an arc that I am actually interested in. I feel like it's going to play a huge part. Um, and also, I'm a huge fan of uh, <laughs> uh, Mark Brooks as a cover artist, so I always have those to look at, at the very least. But Kelly Thompson. Kelly Thompson will be coming on the podcast here very soon. That episode will will air uh, sometime towards the end of March. Um, but... uh. Uh, yeah, so I think I, I I gotta get this book read. And I think it's suited, suiting that, you know, fucking this arc is ending. So, I'll have to go through and do some binging on this one and see what the fuck's up. Because I definitely want to talk Captain Marvel with Kelly Thompson. So, if you want to know what the fuck I'm talking about when you listen to that episode, I suggest you, uh, you pick this book up too. Um, but they're Conan, Conan number 14. So Jim Zub is no, taking over this this the Conan ongoing. It's no longer Jason Aaron, but it's still on my poll list. Um, an apocalypse book at this point. Deadpool number four. Hey Kelly Thompson again. Obviously, I'm going to be talking Deadpool Kelly Thompson, but uh, this <laughs> Deadpool vs. Craven continues on. I'm fucking loving it, man. This is it's still very Deadpool. I don't care what anybody says. Very very Deadpool. Uh, Excalibur. So we've got, we've got some Dawn of X action, so Teenie Howard and Marcus Toe. So, Hark! The Hunt for Truth. Uh, I'm not reading Excalibur anymore. It is on my pull list still, but I think I'm going to take it to number 10 and drop it. Unless they... Yeah, I don't know. Something's got to change. It's not that I'm not enjoying it, it's just that I've got plenty of other stuff to read, and it's not necessarily a story arc that I'm super tied to. That's all. That's all interesting though and i feel like what i'm getting the the, the important things out of this it's a uh, could also they, they they touch on it in the other um x books that are out there too not this you know i'm going to say don't, you don't have to read this book to understand what's going on but yeah that's that's, that's all uh fantastic four all right we got a new story arc and i will be back to talking about this book so this isn't the point of origin storyline anymore this is um, leading up to Empire. It looks like Empire is coming. Dan Slott and Paco Medina continue on. The Mole Man and his biggest kaiju return to the surface with all of their righteous wrath aimed at one man, Wyatt Wingfoot. Uh, how can he be the Human Torch and Sky? Po- what? How can the Human Torch and Sky possibly save him? You know, this really would have been a good time to have brought all the Fantastic Four back. Uh, what? I hate these fucking descriptions. Sometimes proof for your fucking shit, guys. Making me sound fucking stupid. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Um. And I'm starting to realize that I think it's the actual authors that are writing these descriptions most of the time. So shame on you, Dan Slot, or shame on Dan Slot's editor. I don't fucking know. But no, nah, I'm still gonna read the book. Still gonna read the book. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking empire's coming. I don't know how I feel about Empire, but I, I, honestly, I feel the same. I feel the way about Empire, or the same way about Empires. I do about every Marvel event coming at this point, and that's, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then I get right up to it, and all of a sudden, I'm really fucking excited. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I know it's going to be big for that unit the Marvel uh, universe, though. So we'll we'll see. Ghost Spider, Ghost Spider number eight. Ooh, look at that fucking cover. That's badass. So, and McGuire and Guara. Rock and roll dreams come true. It's all eyes on the Mary Janes as Gwen takes the band on a rip-roaring multiversal concert tour. That sounds like fun, huh? Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, uh, it's on my poll list. I I, I love, don't get me, I I love Spider-Gwen. I do. But unfortunately, that's not a... I like her as a side character more than anything. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve an ongoing. She more, definitely deserves an ongoing. But it's just... The, the storyline at this point has just kind of lost me a little bit. That's all. I pick it up here and there. Or I read it here and there. But, yeah. um, That's where I'm at on Ghost Spider. Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three. Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, just flat out, I can't read to, wait to read this fucking book. Uh, there's There's some bad news to be had. I'm not, and I'm not going to talk about it because I don't, this isn't a spoilery podcast, this isn't my spoiler one, so, yeah, just know that Gamora's fixing to be pissed, more than likely, um, what is, oh, okay, uh, Marvel's Avengers Captain, oh, this is, okay, so the Gamerverse is now doing the, the Captain America thing, they did the, uh, Iron Man, and they did Spider-Man, and now they're doing Captain America, they may have even had another one in there, I don't fucking know, but. Yeah, uh, I don't read the game reverse books, so I don't play video games, so... Frankly, just not fucking for me. Morbius, number five. Uh, Vida Ayala continues on with Marcelo Ferreria. Oh, man. These fucking... These covers are great. And they just keep switching them up, too. Uh, yeah, so here's the deal. Um, I wish... I just wish I had room for Morbius. Morbius. The first issue was good. It was really, really good. It seemed promising. It's just... Man, I just don't care about that character. I really don't. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see the movie, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I, I'm not a vampire guy, so Morbius the living vampire doesn't do it for me. Outlawed. Outlawed number one, E Ewing and Kim Jacinto. Alright, so exploding from the pages of Incoming. Remember that? So in the wake of, the dev- of a devastating tragedy, the United States passed a law that will shake the Marvel Universe to its core. When are you were thinking of me? The world has had enough of teen heroes. Oh yeah. The crackdown has begun, and the lives of Marvel's next generation will never be the same again. So, I guess the champions are now <sighs> vigilantes? I, guess? I-, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I was just never a champions reader, so... <laughs> not for me. Rainbow Rowell and or Andres Genolet are doing Runaways, number 31. So, Runaways. There you go. Cannon Fodder concludes. So, end of a story arc. Blammo. Oh, this is a book I've been anticipating for a while. Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman, number 1. Carla Pacheco and Pere Perez. So, here's the deal. I'm not a... Not to my knowledge, at least. I'm, I'm not... I don't know who the fuck Carla Pacheco is. I can't think of anything of hers that I've read. Not that I've tried to go through and, you know, figure that out, but it's it's a new name to me. I'm a big fan of Jessica Drew, so I will be reading this. And I'm also, if I recall, I'm a huge fan of Perry Perez's art as well, so uh, it's good to see Spider-Woman get a fucking uh, ongoing again. It, it, it's, it's cool. I, I like Jessica Drew quite a bit. I read her entire last arc, and I think, what, it been 2016, 2017, something like that, since we last got a Spider-Woman story, and she's barely even in comics. Even in the Spider-Verse book, she was barely in there. You know, she's been raising a kid and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, super excited for Spider-Woman. Star Wars, Star Wars number four, a book that's on my pull list, but it's really just to have it, um... Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, there, there, there's some gnarly shit going down in Star Wars, so, there you go, there you go. Um uh, alright, sorry, a whole bunch of second prints in between here. Oh, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, number nine, Jason Aaron and Toron Granbeck, I think this is the only Jason Aaron book I'm not subscribed to, and that's only because I accidentally missed number two, and there wasn't a back issue in the store for me to pick up. So, um, I, but I hear good things about Valkyrie and yeah, I, I, with only reading issue one, I could say that I suggest it if you're looking for something new. So oh, there we go. Now to wrap up this podcast, we're going to talk one of my favorite Marvel books, definitely my favorite X book, and that's going to be X-Force, Benjamin Percy and Joshua Kassara. Oh man, reap what you sow in the heart of South America. X-Force finds a problem growing that threatens to destroy everything they've built. Uh, Well, that sounds about right for an X-Men problem. So, (laughs) But this is X-Force, so you know shit's serious. I like the idea of the X-Force in South America. And how about that outfit that Kid Omega's rocking on the front of that fucking cover? I respect a a skinny superhero. I do. You know, we don't really need to be fucking Adonises. (laughs) when you got the power of the brain, who needs muscles, um, (laughs) fucking, uh, that's a little bias coming from a feller with, uh, um, not a whole lot of muscle, (laughs) uh, revealing much, uh, so, here we go, um, that's, uh, that's what I'm excited about this week, I try to, you know, I'd say that's about 78.62% of the books hitting shelves. I miss stuff for sure. That doesn't mean that I dislike it. Um, It's just, yeah, whatever. Um, It gets missed. I I can't talk about it all. This will be a a longer podcast. (laughs) And uh, I got shit to do. I got to leave. It's time to go. So, um, support this podcast. Just, you know, all the NSC Live TV uh, channels and sponsors that I have. Hooked on Comics and Comic Kingdom of Canada. Um, Also, support this podcast. You know, fucking Patreon, man. Jump on Patreon.com. For as little as a dollar, you're going to get exclusive early access to content. Eventually, I'm going to get non-accessible to the public episodes up there. Some of my super early stuff. Like the earliest stuff that I'm not proud of that you have to pay to be able to listen to. That'll be up there at some point. Um Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but the, the, be, becoming a patron is huge. It, it really is. It's the best way to support this podcast. Even if you find, well, my dollar's not going to make a difference. Your dollar makes a huge fucking difference. Uh, it really does. And then tell your friends about a dollar and tell them, uh, tell them to tell their friends about a dollar. And before you know, that piddly dollar has done stuff. So <laughs> there you go. I was trying to think of a clever metaphor and I didn't like what the the, the things that were popping into my head. So I just blanded it out there. Also, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts, massive. Leave reviews anywhere you can. You can for this podcast, PodChaser, or wherever. You know, Podchaser's is awesome. Uh, you could find the Cheers to Comics podcast on the hashtag the list on PodChaser, as well as a shit ton of other great podcasts. Uh, so support the uh, hashtag the Just type that in, uh, even on Twitter, and you'll fucking you'll see some goddamn podcasts. So, um, yeah, support all of that good stuff. You know, those reviews are massive. I know that, once again, doesn't seem like much, like you're gonna make a difference, but it makes a difference. It really does. So, um, thank you, Slurds, for tuning in. Y'all, go support your local comic book stores. Pick up at at least one of these books that I talked about this week. At least one. Um, I guarantee that there's something on the shelf that you will like and enjoy. Uh, It may not seem like it's going to be for you, but you never know. I get surprised all the time by stepping outside of my comfort zone and picking up books I wouldn't normally pick up just to be blown away. So, uh, yeah. And there you go. Fucking do it. Do it. Read responsibly. It's been fun. Cheers, fuckers. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina show where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation from our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a and get involved in our community.